0: Alrighty, alrighty, uh, episode 11 of the Bruder podcast, welcome, thanks for listening, thanks for watching, uh, we've got Aaron back on board to make it the official Bruder podcast, um, uh, I actually haven't spoken too much about cars in the past week or so, No. which is probably good because I'm thinking maybe for the episode today we do um, a wrap up of car week, mm-hmm. are you comfortable with that Aaron?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm comfortable that we should probably attend it sometime because it looked pretty epic. Um, yeah, let's have a chat about it. Some let's interesting releases.
0: Yes. First of all, I want to chat to you about one in particular. You mentioned to me a couple of weeks ago yeah. about um, this newfound love affair. Now, this is not directly related to Car Week, but it sort of mm-hmm. leads into it. But you have the new love affair for a Lamborghini Urus, Urus. <laughs> Urus.
1: Not sure on the pronunciation, but can you just fill me in, fill me in. When when we say Love Affair, I think we'll take it from initially when it was released, I had zero interest in watching any of the reviews, um, reading any of the material, not even looking at it. And then for some reason, I think I was reading reading one article and I saw a certain angle of it and I thought, it's just nuts. And I thought, all right, I'll watch a few more reviews, I'll read a bit about Mm -hmm. it. And I thought the thing's just insane. Like, it's absolutely insane. Like, is it a proper Lamborghini? People debate that. It's like when the KN came in and the whole Mm. Porsche Carrera thing. But I think it's pretty epic if you're a current Lamborghini owner Mm. and you actually have a family and you could have the two. I think that's a cool scenario. If you were to just be aspirational, think it's the only Lamborghini I'll ever own and that's a real Lamborghini, different perspective on it. But I thought for like road trips and that sort of thing, the thing looks nuts. Like the sharp angles on it, the colors you can get it in. Mm. The sound, pretty epic. Mm. Um, yeah, for some reason, I just thought it—it's it, so wrong, but it's, mm. it felt so right just liking it because it had all these random things. It just—it's—it's it's just excess probably at its yeah. finest. Maybe that's the appeal. I was—I um, don't know if I mentioned to this. Did I
0: tell you I was at um, I was at a dealership in Leichhardt. Now you know how Volkswagen and Lamborghini and everyone yeah. are all together. I asked the, um, the the finance manager. Did I tell you about this? <laughs> no. Nah. So, I was asking him questions about... I was like, oh, obviously, because of the stigma attached to Lamborghini here. <laughs> in, in, in it, I guess worldwide, probably. Yeah. But I was asking him, I was like, how many are you financing? Le- Aventadors, Huracans, whatever. So, he, he reckoned he was financing, if that, maybe one in 10 Aventadors. Wow. Yeah, so bugger all. Cash. So, yeah, so the vast majority of Aventadors are a pure cash purchase. Now... <laughs> For Australians, you'll know that Aventador is a million bucks here. Uh, uh. You know, and if you option it, you're going to be well over a million. So the fact that people are spending, that's pretty awesome. Um, And and you've got some pretty heavy hitters if you're Mm. dropping those kind of dollars. Hurricans, he said, maybe three out of 10 he's financing. Wow. That's about half a million AUD here. Then I said to him, I said, so what's the deal with the Urus? Who's buying it? Because obviously, you know, they've been very popular. He said, it's not your typical Lamborghini buyer. Typically, he, he said, um, obviously, you're going to have people, if you own an event at all, you're going to go and buy, uh, you know, an SUV for the family and, and you'll probably do that. But mm. he said, you've got a lot of older couples who maybe never considered Lamborghini in the first place, oh, Wow! who are actually buying him. So, oh. <laughs> anyway, it was, just, oh, it was just an interesting sort of tidbit yeah. on that, given your sort of love affair for the Urus. But... Let's now bring it full circle to car week. And let's mm-hmm. start off with the, the the world record beater, the um, the SVJ. Yep. Uh, give me your thoughts. What's your thoughts on it? Looks, everything.
1: Um, there's a lot going on, I think, mm. particularly on the front end. There's a lot. Uh, it's it's a bit fussy, but I wouldn't mm. say it's ugly, but there is a lot going on. I like the green color, which was in some of the launch photos. Yeah. I thought that was pretty nice. I, I do like a green car and particularly Lamborghini. I think it goes well. Yeah. Um, Look, I guess the first thing is, do we think that the lap record is a legitimate time firstly?
0: I think it is. I, everyone just, it's accepted as yeah. legitimate. It is, fo- like, the arrow is is it very impressive mm. on it. Um, as you said, you were sort of saying it's a little bit fussy looking. Oh, I tend to yeah. agree. I think I was watching a video and someone sort of said, you know how there's so many aftermarket uh, body kit makers for these event doors? Yeah, yeah. It looks a bit like a Novitec or a... Yeah. I don't know whoever Mansory and all the other guys. It kind of looks a little bit tacked on. I think in person it probably looks a lot mm. better. But the thing that <laughs> that annoyed me, I don't. Know, it's just silly. You know how they did that limited edition SVJ sixty three.
1: I've heard of it. I yeah. just
0: think it's it's funny. Like don't, like to me sixty three Mercedes has those numeric values well and truly capitalised. They've got S sixty three C mm-hmm. E. GLE, they've got everything. So it's quite funny for Lambo to come out and do like a SVJ 63. I know it was something to do with, I think, when they were founded in 1963 or something. But
1: The scary thing is if you're spending, like whether it's mm. McLaren or Lamborghini or other brands, like Mm. you could spend a lot of money thinking you're getting a special car. I'm getting an Aventador. Oh, Aventador S is out. Oh, Aventador SV. Vented or svj it's like at what point does it stop i like, think premiumization has gone mad
0: pe- people know about it like mm. they're aware of it but as you said the the that premiumization or they're, they're building more of these than they build of the
1: sv so it's central rear exhaust mm, i think uh, sitting up higher yeah. like they do on the performante cool yeah um look I don't. I've. No, I respect the Aventador for what it is. I just mm. think it's a massive bloody car. Like mm. I wonder what it's like to live with and actually drive around. Like I think it must. People feel, don't drive them. It must feel crazy. <laughs> um. But look, look as as something mm. that sits on your wall as mm. a piece of craziness, as a as a picture, or yeah. as a kid growing up. Yeah. You'd think it's nuts, but um, I kind of like the shape of the mm. Performante Huracan a bit more because it's a bit more. I don't know. Probably usable, and we've been in one and driven mm. one, them well, not a Performante, but. A Huracan in terms of proportions. Yeah. Pretty good visibility out of it. Yeah. Um, I just think that'd be intimidating to live with. Mm. It'd be scary.
0: Pretty badass. I'm sure we'll yeah. see some pretty cool ones. Uh, yeah. Let's go sensible.
1: Have you had a chance to look sensible. at the Z, Z4? I've had a little bit of a look at it. Um, mixed feeling about the mm. styling of it. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, I don't know. It, like, I like the idea of the Z4. And yeah. I always keep going and looking back at those Z3M roadsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, and bread, the van. bread van. Yeah. And I don't know. I really like that. I think they've come back. They're cool. They're retro. And there's not many available, by the way. I don't think you can really get one at the moment. Um, it's hard to find a nice example, mm, I think. But the Z4, no, nah, I'm not there yet, again. I'm just not with the styling. It just it doesn't grip me. Um, Yeah. I don't know. It's funny.
0: I I thought that initially, and then before we came here about an hour or two ago, actually, I've jumped online to look at some photos again. Yeah. Uh, It doesn't immediately hit you as a stunning car, but you know what? I don't hate it. I think it's, it's less polarizing than the original Z4. Once -hmm. again, they should have just released the concept. Like the concept was far better looking. I might put a picture on the screen and show (laughs) the difference, but it's, it's this age old case of just kind of make the concept. But I'm just happy that these cars exist because, I mean, BMW themselves have come out and basically said, like, no one buys them. (laughs) Like, you know, as a segment, it's funny. Isn't it funny that we have um, people are prepared to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars or, you know, um, on a performance SUV, which is an oxymoron in itself. And then on the other extreme end of the scale, you've got million dollar Aventadors selling out in an instant. But then this this you've got these entry level sort of sports cars like an MX Five a Z Four, and to a certain extent maybe the current Boxster with its engine. Yeah, um, no, that's probably in they're, it. they're not really performing that well. They're sort of in this ground where it's like, well. If you're buying those cars, chances are that's what you can afford. And no disrespect to them, and, mm. and you know I'm not in that bracket either. But that's all you can afford. So whereas if you've got someone who can go and afford an AMG GTR or an Audi R8, you probably have other cars anyway. Presumably you got yeah, yeah, and very nice, mm. you know, daily car. So yeah. for so for a middle-aged man, let's say a, a 38 to 43 year old who's done well and wants to treat himself to to get that through the the wife or partner <laughs> or vice versa to be um, to be to be uh, you know um, sensitive in twenty eighteen for everyone um, it's a pretty hard sell to go hey honey I'm gonna drop anywhere from you know an, an MX five well probably fifty grand mm. I'm sure a top of the Wazza Z four is gonna be one fifty I you know, I think it's on a two door on a two door two seater convertible
1: it's not an easy sell I put it back down to like this is the no man's land category of cars because. Mm and we've talked about it before for other segments where you can spend a little bit of money 30 40,000 and get a decent new car that's reliable, reliable this that and the other or you go and spend 150 grand plus and you get into a performance category you may be getting something that's second hand it's got some mileage but you're getting into something that was maybe a lot of money and someone's taking the hit of depreciation i look at those convertibles brand new you go well what could you get for 120 grand and I, and i already start looking at what would i do to not get the Z4 but what would I get? Well, you could go
0: and buy a Series 2 997 PDK exactly Carrera right. S. And exactly right. And yeah. you go
1: and you go what twenty nine thousand k's? Mm. So I, yeah, I think it's a bit of a random segment. But
0: in fairness, I'm happy that it exists. I'm glad that they're pushing it, and that you've got brands that are maybe you know not necessarily always looking at the last dollar and cent and going, mm. you know, we need to have an image and we need to have some emotion and some flair yeah. and some difference and 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 everything along those lines but i think maybe what's happened in and, and being in the industry and i guess following the industry ever since i was born mm. i think what's maybe happened is where you had people that would potentially look to these cars like a z4m in the past or a z3m um and mx5s or whatever people were just going and buying hot hatches yeah so maybe. everything from your Golf R, which they are like assholes here in Sydney. Dead said I counted four on the way to work this morning and mm. I'm one and a half case from work. And there's mm. four golf arts and, and you know, RS3s or A45 AMGs. They're everywhere. So what I think has happened is people are going, you know what? I've got a hundred grand to spend anywhere from 50 to a hundred grand and I can buy something that's fast. Like these hot hatches are so quick mm. and I can get it past the misses because it's practical. So that's why I think everyone's just either buying in that hot hatch segment mm. or going, you know, then there's a, like, the hot hatch segment is a very big jump to the next level. You know, M3, M4, yeah. C63, that's a very big jump at that point. Mm.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I, maybe it's something I need to spend a bit more time looking mm. at reviews and pictures and stuff. but. I've really never even looked at that sort of BMW roadster no. car for a long time because I've just never thought I've liked the styling. I've thought there's better alternatives. And, you know, as you know, I got a Boxster. It was 2005 Boxster S and that was pretty good value for money. And I dare say that was a sight better looking than what I think the Z4 is. Sure, it's got more tech. I don't know. It's more I, don't know. I think, that, I think the Z4 okay. My opinion. I yeah.
0: think it looks okay. But I guess that probably means the um, the Super is not far away as well because they're... I think Toyota and BMW. There's a link up. Which is such a weird link up as well. Who saw that coming? Gosh. Like both companies can well and truly stand on their own feet. And is the revenue... Uh, well, I guess maybe for them to say if we're going to make a low margin, low volume selling mm. sports coupe convertible, maybe they want the sharing of the R&D costs is just a matter of fact for it to for them to justify it probably.
1: Is BMW getting the hybrid or battery technology from Toyota? At somewhere else in the range maybe I don't know' nah, there's got to, cause, I don't know. Uh, it'd be yeah for BMW to even propose a tie up with them I think for their brand is interesting they must be getting something mm. that we get to see I haven't really looked into it too much yeah. I don't pay too much attention um, moving on let's move on
0: to some other tasty stuff from the quail event. I'm going to touch on it just because yeah. it's kind of funny and' it's, it's so irrelevant for Australians or most people because there's only 40 of them being made. <laughs> what do you like the look of that is it the Devo? um wow i think it looks hot
1: five six million is it
0: u.s five million euros so what would that be like so that would be seven and a half eight million plus on roads here so it'd be like a ten million dollar car
1: here it's scary because ten million (gasps) you just see like and as as we know with car sales here in australia the demand at the top end for the most premium model of Mm. any range is through the roof um and, and that's just crazy. And then to think that there's actually a market for those. Like, I'm assuming they're all pre-sold. They, oh, yeah,
0: they're all sold. And, 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 and get nuts. this, to buy one, you've got to own a Chiron. And I bet you, not just a Chiron, you probably, because to get a Chiron, you pretty much have to own a Veyron. a Veyron. Yeah. So the wealth of the people buying these, I'd love to meet them and it's chat insane. to them. It's like, insane. Let's get one on the podcast. Does oh. anyone know
1: anyone with a, a Devo? If you're in the south of France, we'll travel. Yeah, yeah, we will, we
0: will visit you on your yacht,
1: fly us in on the heli. This is the thing. You've got that right. And that's a, that's a load of money to be tied up in one thing. And this is probably someone that's got their own business. They've been successful. They're probably traveling quite a lot. Mm. They live between multiple countries and houses. So your actual time spent in it would be minimal. You know, what's funny is how I think in another
0: one of our earlier podcasts, and if people are watching this, listening to this, they might remember, but I think we talked about this idea that because we never even, like I never have any aspiration to play in that sector. You know what I mean? It's beyond yeah. comprehension. Yeah. Comprehension, And even those that get there could never have imagined that they'd be there, unless you were born into it, right? Well, you look at it, you
1: go, do you get that or do you get a second-hand private jet? <laughs> <But> <laughs> you already, you've example. already got yeah. a brand new
0: <laughs> G600 yeah. for $50 million. But what I'm saying is in terms of um, a lot of the cars... I don't typically pay attention to like Koenigsegg. Um yeah. I I pay attention to the videos with Christian and when they do the behind the scenes engineering because it fascinates me about what we have coming. Yeah. And and that's what I like about Bugatti. Forget the price. Forget the fact. We'll, I'll never probably see one in person. Mm. Even I've never. I've still never seen a Bugatti in person.
1: I have. They're pretty. Yeah. Like impressive. Mm. But um. But and, and they're quite like. I don't know. They're, they're like chunky looking, but mm. they they do make the size and the weight. They hide um, it. Look very, very attractive somehow. I, I don't know how, but just the, I think some of those blue hue colours they use and whatnot, they're stunning. but like They do style them nicely. I'm
0: not sure if you've ever watched it, but uh, Henry Catchpole did a video recently with Car Fiction on the Bugatti uh, Chiron. With, I think I saw that. with whoever the test driver yeah, is. Yeah, the little guy? Yeah, yeah. the short, the same guy who set the world record in the McLaren F1. Yeah, he's Chris cool, Goodwin. That guy. Chris Goodwin, I think it is. He's good. He's brilliant. That video was so amazing because the attention to detail is what's so fascinating. Mm. So that's why I like the fact that they make these cars because they're just an engineering marvel. Much like, um, you know, I never flew on, um, what was that really fast jet? Oh, the concord Concorde, yeah concord fascinates me and i read and watch. you know, mm. read articles watch videos and we'll never get to experience it but it's still so fascinating that there's that they make them that there's yeah. a market and i mean that's 200 million euros in revenue right off the bat five and well, five million is probably a starting price right
1: well people oh, probably customize them up to yeah. seven
0: eight million euros
1: um one one i'll raise mm. and i'm raising it because i actually was pretty underwhelmed by it and it was project gold
0: did, yeah, okay. What
1: did you think of that? And and we'd been... This well, that's is not once, Car
0: Week specific, is it? Or are they auctioning I, it there?
1: It's it's going to be auctioned, but I don't think it's going under the hammer just yet. I think they might tour it around. But we were talking about what we thought it will be, and I think we were right that it would be pretty much a copy of the exclusive, the Turbo S exclusive mm. series. Um, I love 993s, and I thought it was a missed opportunity. They should have done something different with it. I don't mind it. The only thing that it's bizarre i don't i don't really
0: understand the pros like what the idea behind it is because if they were trying to spruik a, a porsche if they're trying to sprook there they've got like a classic you know how ferrari do ferrari classic where if you buy an old ferrari you can send it back to uh, marinello and uh-huh. they'll modern wherever they are and they'll jazz it up and make it perfect again you know yeah. paying them shit tons of money um porsche have a similar thing but it's booked out for like three years in advance mm. which is understandable um so i don't know why they did it and and i don't know if you read the detail but because it doesn't comply with any road regulations around the world Track car only but but then again it's but if if they'd made a 993 rsr which was a track car at the time i'd go okay they've just remade a track car and it you can be used as a track car but let's face it a 993 turbo s ain't a track car it's not it was an Mm. autobahn stormer
1: oh i thought it was just like I think they're using it to just market and try and show their Porsche Classic parts bin. Yeah. Because, you know, they use 6,500 new parts. And that's all cool. But I thought the colour was terrible on it. I, I thought, think
0: in person it will look better, much like... So we've seen the probably, Turbo S probably. in person looks better. But I thought... The black wheels are a no They should have me.
1: gone and introduced some new, completely out there colour that no one's ever seen before. That's what I was hoping. Because that era of the 993, probably why I like mm. it, is there was some really interesting and out there colours. So introduce a new one. But with
0: the thing that's bizarre to me and whoever greenlit the project would, would be an interesting conversation because what's you've basically made a car that only the top point oh 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 one percent are going to bid on this car. Mm. I don't understand the premise for it. It doesn't make a whole heap of sense. And Porsche do this and it annoys me. There's not much that I dislike about no, Porsche. I've never heard you say those two things in the same sentence. But it's the... You know how they did the build-up and the marketing of it all. They released oh. these like one-minute, thirty videos. It showed us nothing. It was like a guy who would be like leaning in. It's like, tell us about it. Tell us more if you're going to make it an exercise. That's what annoyed me. It was just little. And there's
1: 20 seconds at the beginning yeah. and the end of the white logo. Yeah,
0: it was. That was bizarre. Yeah. And they do that a lot. Like, whenever they'll they'll, they'll punch out these videos, it's it's mm. quite bizarre. But. Anyway, that it, it'd be fascinating. We should maybe put a bet on what we think it was. Actually, now. It's going to go for big money. What What do you think it's going to sell for? Let's do US dollars. Give me a US dollar Over 500,000
1: US. Oh, well over. Yeah. I, I think it'll sell for two to three million. Yeah. Look, it's one of one. And the, look. If you doing got a
0: 991 Turbo S next to it,
1: game over. And doing a bit of profiling, the color be pretty strong in, in the Ara- UAE, Arab countries. Yeah, Arab countries. So, I I reckon it'll go for big. And I hope it does because I think the money's going to a, a charitable Is cause. Is it? I think so. They probably they've got to do it that, has surely, to. surely. So, so, if if it, if that's confirmed, big I, money. I hope someone spends 5 million like Someone does something mm. stupid with it because equal cool prices still going up, baby. Well, yeah, that's all <laughs> sitting that on saying. some gold, as you are. But it, yeah, it's just I don't know. I really because I I love that era of car, and I saw it, and I was like, you know what? It was predictable. Mm. It was too predictable.
0: Let's let's go back to Car Week because that whilst it's involved in it, I don't think it's really Car Week as such. Um, some other. Ca- it's amazing. The covers are being taken off, um, you know how we we're saying Goodwoods, mm. basically like the new motor show. Yeah. Car yeah. Week's the same. It's unreal. Like That's awesome. We had, out of nowhere, I wasn't even expecting it, but the 488 uh, Pista Aperta. Yeah. I like it more than the Coupe. Why is that? I don't know. I, yeah. Something about it, I just, I like it. I don't know if they're making in limited numbers like they normally do. They normally mm. only make four or five hundred odd of the Apertas um, and they sell for ballistic money second hand good um, one to
1: get you yeah, get an allocation on
0: yeah you'd be you'd be you'd be loving life getting an allocation one of those you basically guaranteed 40 uh, percent profit probably <laughs> but I don't know I, it looks nice I, I like that actually I
1: think it looks good yeah the Pista's an interesting well I don't know the 488's never quite grabbed me yeah um, and then so the pieced up obviously an extreme version will be interesting but I, I tend to then think, okay, well, what did they used to do? And you look at the 430 yeah. Scart and then you look at the Stradale and you look at um, the 458, what's the 458? Speziale. Speziale. And you look at those and you're just like, I don't know. Overall. I, I like th- the old ones for some reason. Is
0: it just me, Apart from apart from the V12 front mid-engine Ferraris, uh, apart from the super fast, I'll, I'll mm, only keep yeah. super fast separate. Apart from the super fast, overall, and, and yes, I like the Lusso, mm. but the styling is a little safe for me on the front, on the Lusso. Like, yeah. Overall, yeah. Ferrari aren't doing a whole heap for me at the moment, and you and I aren't the biggest Ferrari fans in not, the world. Not really. No. But in the back of your mind, you, I have. A, everyone has a soft spot for them.
1: Well as a kid it's, it's the Testarossa it's, and it's it's the ultimate and yeah you can like Lamborghini you can like like Bugatti you can like Zonda but a Ferrari, everybody knows a Ferrari. But That's what I'm getting to is yeah.
0: McLaren are really, they're giving us a lot. And, I, I, I you know, the, they're taking risks. And, and same thing with Lamborghini. You know, Lamborghini yeah. are coming out and making some pretty aggressive cars. And, and we're seeing, um, you know, obviously Bugatti releasing what they released. Mm. And, you know, Singer have released crazy stuff. Like, we're seeing a lot of crazy <laughs> stuff overall. But Ferrari, to me, are playing it too safe. Or a- oh, you've called yeah, it. I, I think it's a fair call. I think they're playing it too safe. Um, Playing I w- the volume game, you reckon? Playing the... Uh- well, they're publicly listed now, right? So they've got to. They are. So the, they, they said they've capped... The, 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 I think they're capped on how many they make per annum. I think it's maybe... I don't know what number it is. They're, that's
1: always been the case, I think. Yeah, yeah. but no,
0: but it, did, it did, it's rammed up over it, years, it just right? It the cap. Yeah, of course, <laughs> they increase the cap. But just in general, like, um, you know, when, when the... You know, as much as we don't like the look of the centre, at least they're trying something you know yeah no they're putting it out there you know what i mean like not only just putting it out there but name the last car that ferrari pushed the engineering envelope to the extreme there isn't really a case of that the la ferrari yes it was a hybrid Mm. but in every lap test uh, timing it never beat the p1 or the 918 f50 you know and that was what uh, uh, 90s
1: a 90s car, mid-90s. F40, for sure. Yeah. But then the F40, F50 mm. came. Yeah. Um, you, you could say Enzo and that, and, and sure, they are. But um, in terms of just like a car in, uh, I guess, without getting into the new technologies and those sort of things, something mm-hmm. that's just actually raw. Well,
0: you know, like, you, so you know how, uh, like... The the poster car of today's event at all. Yeah. Ferrari haven't been a poster car for a while as Probably far as not. I'm concerned.
1: Yeah, I, I think the eight twelve superfast does a lot for me. Yeah, and yeah, and, I agree. And just because you hear it and you fall mm. in and if you can't fall in love with that, well you'll never mm. like a Ferrari. But um it's very GT ish as well, as opposed to just the sort of I guess the balls out, um, stripped back and, and you'll say, Oh, the piece mm. does that, but not really. I don't know. What I'm doing, just to to cover all bases here. What are you checking?
0: I'm just checking. Um, I've I've had a bit of a mental blank with what else was was released at um, oh car week. Yeah, car week. Here, look, that's the Z4 there. It doesn't look. Not, oh, actually, that's a good, not a it's, bad it's angle. Not, it, it's not. have a look later. It's, yeah. It's look. It's it's different. You might be a buyer. Uh, no i don't even have the money and even if i did far out if i go and buy a z4 <laughs> shit's hit the fan we won't be doing a podcast
1: anymore <laughs> uh, far out just quit <laughs>
0: we we've pretty much covered the main bases a couple other ones uh, um they basically audi came out and showed the successor to the to the r8 mm. it's an all electric thing with 700 odd horsepower and everything but Goes back to once again our earlier talks of electric is is yeah, here, here to stay. Yeah. I mean, Jaguar even turned up with. Do you see the E type, electric E type? They took no. they, they took a classic E type oh, and electrified seen, it. I've seen that, yeah. which is yeah, yeah, yeah. which is. I mean, you're, you're really prob- clutching at straws. There's probably some sh- um, old uh, old English chaps turning in their grave at the thought of a yeah. of an electric of an electric yeah. one. But um, look, as you were saying earlier. Probably a must-see event. I think um, the general vibe of the area seems to be pretty badass, and I'm hoping yeah. that we get a, a small taste of it because yeah. where the event, where obviously we're going to sport, it's held in that same vicinity. There should be some overflow, I reckon. Well, just, yeah. well, just I mean, you're going to have essentially just a porsche car week. But it's just going to be awesome. You drive down the streets, and you know you watch all these videos from all these YouTube vloggers, and you're just seeing multi-squillion-dollar cars just you know procession. A lot of, lot of, down lot of the road.
1: things competing for your attention. Unbelievable. Yeah. So no, I think we should try and do it. I f- I, wouldn't it be Wouldn't it be funny where you
0: turn up into an event, you turn up to an event, and you're like, you think you're a hot shot. You own an Enzo. You're like, I've got a Ferrari Enzo, and you drive down the road, and like your car is yes, it's an Enzo, but like, you're going to you're gonna be outdone every 20, five minutes. 20 times over. Yeah, 20 mm. times over. Mm. And I think that would really hurt the ego of an American man <laughs> on the
1: west coast of America.
0: <laughs> I think it would be really funny to see in person, I think.
1: Oh, look, I think if you're into your cars, you should appreciate and respect what else is out oh, there. Oh, no, but the ego you know going to be hurt. Possibly. But then I don't think you're a real car person then because if, mm. if somebody's able to find something um, that maybe you like and they've mm. been able to attain it, good on them. You know mm. what? Good on. Oh yeah, totally. And, and, I'm in the and, same boat. I, you're not jealous. I'm not jealous. It's like it's respect, actually. On oh, total yeah. respect and total interest respect. and genuine interest. You're like, oh wow, you know, good good spec or you're like, why'd you choose it that way? It's like you can have a proper conversation. going, oh, you got that, and I haven't got it. Or, or, even like a, a conversation
0: around if you own that, what else do you own? Like yeah. there's, got, there's got to be more. What there's got to be the something garage. else. Yeah. That's, that's more interesting as well. Fascinating. Fascinating. Well, look, I think we'll keep it short and sweet for episode number 11. Um, uh, yeah. Not
1: much else from me, as anything from you? Um, I've got some topics for the next podcast. Okay. And I think you might know what they're about. Um, so. Yeah, looking just, just some of the research and things have been kicking around a few weeks ago. You might not remember, but I want to talk, oh, about, I I want to talk about, about that because I just think it's... Lots a, of cylinders and lots I, of turbos. I think it's a good discussion because it's, yeah, it's pretty, it's just interesting Let's, research. Okay, as, as
0: a bit of a precursor
1: yeah. to that podcast,
0: uh, for everyone watching this, listening to this at the moment... Um. Everyone loves a wagon, and if you don't love a wagon, I don't trust your opinion. A high-powered wagon. A high po- yeah, yeah, yeah. But even wagons in general, yeah. going back from your Vovlov's to your RS twos, RS fours. Yeah. You know, obviously, Audi are, are, the, are the beast mode at it. But that's right. You know, there was M fives at the time. There's, you know, there's E 63s You know, the yeah. new the new Panamera. So, mm. I think we can probably almost have a dedicated podcast Easy. to the benefits the love um, and passion for um, a shag and wagon. And um, you brought up something interesting as well. So mm. we'll leave that as another topic for another podcast. Um, for those who have tuned in or made it this far, thank you very much for supporting. We're getting some good views and good feedback. So once again, appreciate that. Follow us on YouTube or on your preferred uh, podcasting platform. Yep. Be it we're on iTunes, Um, We're on all the other ones, Android, you name it. I've got all the links down below. Um, You know, throw a comment down below if there's something you want to see or hear Mm -hmm. about. Um, I think it's – well, the show's going to be on the road in – A couple of weeks. Three, four weeks. Jeez, it's close. It's three and a half weeks. Three weeks to Thursday, so it's Thursday, three weeks. three weeks, heading to the states, um, and a, and a good friend of ours, so Aaron Ireland, who was on the podcast, I think uh, with with Andre, um, he's going to be travelling with us over there. So some good banter overall, and some some let's get some new faces on the podcast. I think. Yep, cool. Awesome. All right, be back in about a week. Maybe. We'll see. It depends if someone comes out and breaks the Nürburgring record in the next week or something. (laughs) McLaren with a new release. (laughs) McLaren, just go there and fuck everyone up in the centre. Just do it. Don't be a... Wuss, make up for the. This is okay if anyone this from the watches Yeah, this is the appeal. You teased and you you tampered with this P one bullshit um, <laughs> that that never occurred. You didn't meet, win, but now you have your centre. Just go there and just just beat Lamborghini. Get it, get it done. On that, before we sign off, actually, um, fourth time for the fourth time. Isn't it funny how it's um, the Volkswagen Group cars keep going for ring I've, records? I've,
1: I've been thinking about that too. Yeah, I wonder what the politics is like yeah. internally at, at like an executive level because it is ultimately the same owner. So it, I don't know. Maybe maybe they're all in cahoots and it's a massive marketing ploy.
0: I th- it must do well because it, it didn't it didn't come out of nowhere as such. The Nurburg's been a benchmark yeah. f- for for a long time, but it's funny because Volkswagen even went there with the Club Sport Golf GDI. They did remember that. Yeah they got the hatch record obviously 918 you know it's been back to back to back to back to back so I, I'm interested to see what the next car from the Volkswagen group is going to be to beat their own record. Cause, <laughs> you know what Bentley? I mean? Because <laughs> like like, a Bugatti's not going to do it. A, sh- a stripped out Continental GT. <laughs> it's it's going to be interesting. It will be interesting. But maybe we can dive into that in future because there's cars in the pipeline from certain manufacturers yeah. that I know a little bit about. Um, I've got some interesting information that I guess people who do digging know about already. But... Mm. I like, you know, I like and I think you like to hypothesize about what's in the pipeline and, and what we might see yep, in future. So, longest sign out ever. Fifth time. Um, thanks, guys. Catch you later. See ya. See ya.